According to the Dictionary of Oxford Languages, the definition of obsession is an idea or thought that continually preoccupies or intrudes on a person's mind. I'm Joshua Schmitz. I'm Asher Conlon. And this is the SchmitzCon Show. And we're back with another episode. Christmas edition. Well, not really. Well, February Christmas edition. <laughs> it's Christmas when we're recording it. It is. Well, it's very close it's to. Very the close room to is Christmas. decorated very festively. And we have an almond vanilla candle burning. I don't know if you can get more Christmassy than that. Well, I, I can't really smell anything. So. <laughs> Neither can I. But it looks nice. Well, I can if I maybe think about it. I don't know. Don't However, try too hard. Don't be obsessed with the candles. Be obsessed with the Schmitz Conch. Yes. Uh, we encourage our listeners to be obsessed or not to be. Yeah. Um, I also recommend we buy you buy a candle to listen to the SchmitzCon show. It enhances the experience. Fun fact. It does. You know, maybe I should try that. I've yet to really listen to a full episode of our show mm. myself. I've, I've actually listened to quite a few of our episodes and... There are things that we have said that I completely forgot about and I just laughed at. So we're a funny show. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> lots of snippets. I'll listen to like 10 minutes every once in a while of uh -huh. a show just at random. Yeah. Just to see. I forgot what I thought about that. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I that's had no great ideas on obsession. Hopefully that's not the case. Does, However, do we want our listeners to be obsessed with the SchmitzCon show? We'll find out after we come to a conclusion <laughs> That's on a good our idea. thoughts on obsession. That's a good idea. So why don't you start? I shall start. What are the smaller lengths, uh, lengths of obsession? And then, obvious, well, and then what are some more obvious large ones? I feel like obsession is talked about in such a large scale, like, oh, you're obsessed with something. But So maybe you can start with that, but then also lead into that initial question of, what are the smaller lengths of obsession? Lengths? Lengths. What's another word? This like scale? Are yeah, you about? smaller scale so obsession. Like, like a minor obsession versus major? Yeah. Let's yes. Okay. So minor obsession could be over, let's say maybe more personal. Uh so it's brought uh, onto yourself only. So you're noticing how you look a lot more and you spend too much time focusing on yourself, trying to get yourself to maybe physically look better in your mind. You want to look in that mirror and you want to see perfection. So you're just obsessed. It's almost like obsess obsessive compulsive mm. sort of thing. So uh, that'd be a more minor scale, I would say, when it's based on the self and it's not yet um, maybe negatively impacting anyone too hard outside of yourself because you're spending so much time on it. Uh, and then on a larger scale, let's say now you're starting to affect outside sources. So you're obsessing over company structure and you can't, you're trying to find the right way to do something, let's say, or you're just trying to, you have your idea, you're presenting your idea and you're obsessed with this idea. That's not in the company's best, best interest, but you're obsessed with getting this idea out. And now the country, the country, the company <laughs> is, uh, they're seeing you as, you know, maybe not quite stable as you used to be. So you're affecting the company, uh, giving them kind of a maybe a bad rep because mm. you are fixated on this idea that is not necessarily going to be 
in the best interest, and that's going to affect a lot more people than just you. Okay. That that does make sense. I I do hear what you're saying. I When I wrote this question, I had the thought of um, something that we were doing earlier today was attempting to, and we did succeed, um, re, hard reset a Mac, and it was just being abs- extremely slow. It, like you have eight hours remaining in update well of course the time did go quicker than eight hours but i kept looking back at it i kept like i just turned my head turn around and look at the computer like is it done yet has has it progressed at all has anything changed minor obsession i feel like it's short-lived maybe that's why i said length i see you meant time that maybe maybe but i really like what you said but the then major obsession might be um, my obsession with Christmas lights around my bedroom, where that's something that I focus on a little bigger, a little longer, um, especially around this time of year. Okay. So uh, how about you take that and make it into an even more long-term in your mind, like let's say five years like of Christmas lights? No, no, no. So <laughs> you talked about more like a morning and talk about Christmas lights, which is more seasonal. Yeah. How about long length? If you were maybe obsessed with desks and countertops. Let's talk countertops. I'm not obsessed with countertops. I don't know anybody who is. But if you take take maybe, let's say, Joe, who works on countertops, is absolutely obsessed with <laughs> absolutely <laughs> obsessed with countertops and uh sorry for the laugh Asher Asher made a Joe joke mama a joke off mic Joe is obsessed with countertops and it's not only because it is his job but also he found a liking for countertops countertops is not the best example let's use radio for the longest time, I was obsessed with the ra- the radio, like playing their games, calling in the studio. I thought that was the coolest thing. You could call them and be on the radio. And that was a longer obsession. I that's What would, what would I do? I would think about radio all the time. Maybe I could take um, one of my sisters is obsessed with sports right now, basketball. Always has been a huge basketball fan, excited to play basketball season now as you mostly know maybe not anyway the point there is that the, the, the well those are just some examples of longer lived obsessions why they're longer lived maybe they are of broader interest maybe there are things that keep that obsession going well how how is playing basketball an obsession an obsession Playing basketball is not an obsession, but how she what she does is talks about it, thinks about it, breathes about it, like. So what comes with it? What come? Yeah, she just. I mean, you it's, could say it's more with than basketball. just playing. It's more than just oh, let's play a quick, fun pickup game of basketball, or it's more than casual. A little more you than casual. You have like a, a yeah. stake in the game. Yeah, very committed to any type of basketball, whatever behavior. So there's ways that she'll show it like that, but then I suppose there's more internal obsession as well, like 
being obsessed with countertops, Steve or Joe might not talk about this all the time, but you know, he's we know he's obsessed with countertops because he that's he's a fictional character. I decided he's obsessed with countertops. So for my first question, uh, this is going to be taking a look at different words. Uh, is fixation the same as an obsession? Ooh, can you pull up a definition for fixation? Like I get well, the idea. Well, that'd be a little bit of a, a that's <laughs> that's true. Um, never mind then. Fixation is, if I'm not mistaken, like just focusing on one idea. Is that is fixation more of focusing on the end goal or? That word is not in my vocabulary. Well, it's an interest in or feeling about someone or something. Okay. So a a pretty strong interest. Heavy interest. Heavy interest. And your question is comparing contrast. Are they the same? They sound on the surface the same. But when I say obsession, I feel like I look at, again, basketball sister who... Like, it's obvious she likes basketball. She more than likes basketball. Whereas a fixation might be more internal and not as obvious or clear. Okay. I think they're very similar, personally. Like, I have a fixation on this one thing. Mm. Um, You could have a fixation on many things or more of a concept, and you could be obsessed with many things. But I think fixation is more like maybe logically interested or just pretty like strongly interested in it that obsession starts to get a little bit like more than just interested like you're just like it's starting to take part of like who you are because you're it's okay it's like i am obsessed with okay let's use basketball as an example let's say i am obsessed with basketball when i lose a game it doesn't it's not just my team that like we lost but it's like it's affecting me and I like I take, like I t- uh, take responsibility and like I take it to heart. Like I did something wrong. It's like affecting you outside mm-hmm. of the game itself. Whereas a fixation is like maybe I'm into the stats of basketball, like real strong. Like I'm into the game, but if the game disappeared forever, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. But I wouldn't be like, I might have had something to do with that. Do you know um, what I'm saying? Where like an obsession can start to like take a toll on like your person yeah yeah i get what you're saying that makes sense like more of a it almost like a weight that kind of drags you down yes yeah but a a fixation would be looking at the weight sure i mean that could be a way to say it a way to say it next question (laughs) (laughs) Uh, do you think obsession is more often in children or a parent in children? I think, I really don't know for sure, but in my experience, like just in the world is that children's obsessions tend to be not as like, of course, adults and children can both have obsessions, right? Yes. But children's are not as long lived most of the time whereas adults can be a lot more like uh, look i use fixated also because it's like with each other so i think kids can be obsessed with stuff for a while 
or fixated, but adults are a lot more susceptible to being dragged down and like really into stuff. Okay. Uh, can I? Can you read the question again? Yes. The question is: Do you think obsession is more often in a child? I don't think it's really either a child or an adult. Okay. I think um, we're just as susceptible as adults as children are to obsession. Yes. All the things adults obsess about are much different. like more likely. Yes, they're different, and they're probably going to have a lot higher of like of value in their life probably. instead of when you're a kid. Like when you're a kid, stuff still is of value, but maybe the sessions move quicker through children. I, I would say so people like kids just bounce around all over the place. One day I wanted to be an astronaut, one day I wanted to be a meteorologist. Yeah. One day I wanted to do something else. It's like it, it events just kind of come and go very quickly as a child. Yeah. Whereas adults start to get adults are plenty susceptible to bouncing around too. I just That's think the true. obsessions are stronger, like more like powerful in that in a person's life right. when the older yeah. they get. Like an adult has that mindset even to like know, oh yes. But it's de- it's also dependent obsession. on your level of self control. Mm, which again an adult would have more of like they can usually re- usually usually sometimes they say i'm just gonna let myself go and full-on obsess over something not worth obsessing about but a child who has less self-control is going to uh look maybe either look into things more but just not in the right way i'm not i'm not sure I, where i was going with that Okay, well, let me move to my next question. All then. right. Uh, what causes something to get stuck on our minds that is seemingly unimportant? Ooh. So you're just thinking, you look at something, and suddenly that's in your mind, and it's just like, it's it's more of a fixation, but yeah. I think it's still important to the idea of obsession. I think that it is just lack of self-control in the moment, like, oh, I see that. I kind of want to think about that. If I well, hmm. it is it is self control. If there is something I glance across, glance at across the room, and have no interest in, like oh, there's a piece of art I made in sixth grade. Okay, I don't have to, I don't want to spend time thinking about that. But if but now you are. But now I am. But I'm. And it's like it it'll go. get stuck on your mind. It's but it it's is not it? I. I'm deciding that that piece of art will not be stuck on my mind. I get that, but, like, if you're bored enough, I feel like <laughs> we're susceptible to just, like, that just, like, takes over your mind. Like, oh. I can look over there, I see orange construction paper. Mm. And now, let's say if I'm real bored, I don't really have much else to think about. I'm thinking about orange construction paper, even if I'd rather literally okay think about anything else. I'm now fixated. <laughs> on it. Like, do you ever get that where you're like, I, I, I don't want to think about this. Yes. It's like annoying. Actually, and there I, are times I don't understand why. Sometimes there are. This might be even like a completely different trail, but I'll have a reminder of somebody who makes me very, very angry, and I will think about all of the ways they've made me angry. That's an e- that I'm more susceptible to that than thinking about orange construction paper. That is where I would start. I'll start like thinking, and I'll just go over everything that said person made or the every way said person made me angry and how I should have responded or could have responded or like how I could I just 
It's like I'm you don't need now. to think it's about overtaking that. Overtaking my mind. Get out of my head, person. It's like <laughs> our. It's like we have two brains. Yeah. In a way, it's like we yeah. have a brain that's dumb and a brain that's trying to control like the reins, but it's just way smaller. <laughs> yep. And it's annoying because I want to have full control and like full control. You can. The idea is in I my mind when I nothing. become fixated on seemingly unimportant things is okay. I'm gonna be annoyed with myself because I'm gonna be thinking about this for a while, but I bet in 20 minutes I'll have forgotten all about it. Mm. Because a lot can change in 20 minutes. If That's I go true. do something, I'll probably yeah. forget. Just like if you, like I hate to bring up manually breathing, you'll manually <laughs> breathe for a minute, and then like your mind will go elsewhere. Right. So it just takes up your mind, mind for a mo <laughs> for a moment. Um, imagine though, if you did have a brain like such that you were just describing full control and you accidentally erase the thing that gives you control over your brain. You just take that out of your mind. You're stuck forever. I think a, lo a lot of it is Gone like training yourself. Like I can, I can probably get to the point where I am able to not fixate myself on stuff. Yeah. But when I'm bored, it's like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just susceptible to so like just any form mm. of like mental stimulation. <laughs> Ment yeah. That like, that's what my brain takes, even though I personally would rather not think about that. It's like I'm, it's, it's like I said, it's like there's two separate brains. <laughs> How strange is that? Do you know why that is? So, yeah, that's kind of the root of the question is what causes something to get stuck on our minds? I feel like it's just the way we're, the way we're built. Yeah. There are things that are going to be distracting. I know brain scientists. That is a box of ho-hos, actually. Um, they don't taste very good. No, I tried them. <laughs> and then you tried another to see if the taste would change. It didn't. <laughs> Unfortunate. Um, We're just susceptible to any sort of... Yeah, you see Anything that, that like that excites right our minds, we, we turn to. And it's hard to like look at something exciting and look away and come back yes. to like a less exciting reality. thing. Like, like even if it's something as mundane as it's snowing now outside, mm -hmm. like I'm at work, I'm oh. doing important things right yeah. now. I'm, you know, I'm doing lots of, lots of good stuff and I'm really in, like I'm into it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I look outside and it's snowing. Why am I suddenly like fixated? My brain just like Squirrel. completely loses it. And now I'm looking over. Wanting like, oh, to it's, see the snow. Like, oh, it's snowing. Maybe I want to go look outside. It happens at school at so much. I, I don't understand why that's... I I think we just want... It's just something we in us that wants to yeah. just the change. Want something more interesting than talking teacher. I think that's... Maybe it's a sign, in my mind, that we need more variety in our lives. Ooh. We need a lot more to do. Or, like, maybe the easiest way to say it, we need a hobby. We have uh, boring lives. We Maybe we lead boring lives. You're spending too much time doing things. You need to use your time better. You're looking at the snow. You're fascinated by the snow. Why don't you go out in it when you're not at work? Right. Then maybe you'll be less fascinated with it. You'll look and you're like, oh, it's snowing. Maybe we'll do something later. And then you're back to work. But do we want that excitement gone? Because when I'm on those mental stimulation tracks, like I'm going to think about snow right now, I enjoy that. I very much enjoy thinking about snow. If I were to get a hobby in the snow... Would I not enjoy thinking about snow as much? Well, is it important enough to take your mind off of work? 
and switch to snow or take your mind off for you take your mind off of school I, and switch to I, snow I, thoughts i mean it depends I on do what you're doing taking my mind off of school and switching to snow thoughts i guess like my uh like my income depends on how <laughs> attentive <laughs> i am to my work so That's like true. i don't have a choice <laughs> and like yes i will really think about the snow but i'm going to be trying to pull myself back it's yeah. like just this thing that just tries to any sort of different snow something else oh snow it can be something ridiculous like, like i smell i could smell poop and i'd be like oh what's that coming from like it's so unimportant or like if a slight like wind came through the building yeah because wind doesn't usually come through the building lose all focus one time i was at work and my boss and i were like he was teaching me how to do something and um we heard like a very deep rumbling noise like what is that so we it sounded like it was coming from right outside the window so we went outside we walked around the building we looked around we got distracted like we i guess he didn't want to be doing this work he's like let's go investigate that <laughs> just something that is i don't know it's something more more exciting in the moment it's like we just long for like change for some reason or just like something like i said mentally stimulating this what'd you say the stimulating track or something mental track mental mentally stimulating track so that you're on. is that necessarily an obsession or more of just like a minor fixation um just this idea it could be considered a very short length obsession or i guess a fixation on something minor maybe that's the difference is fixation is a lot shorter lived that's possible very 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 possible so would you agree this is the yes or no question that obsession is um and it's an it's usually an enjoyable experience is it or not sometimes well, i've been <laughs> obsessed with things that i look back on and i'm like i wish i had never like obsessed or, like over obsessed that. over that that was ridiculous and that just completely wasted my time so Say your question again. So the the the, que the this question has a huge follow up, but the minor intro to the question is: Would you or obsession is it fun in the moment? Mm. It may. Yes, I. It's it's agree. a very very uh hesitant yes. Uh huh. But it's like yes, that is true. And I think it when is I link fun, this. I don't know if fun's the right word. Okay. Maybe it is. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> I was obsessed with things that like totally burn my time. Now that I look back mm. on it and like even like a week back after I, week after I phased out of maybe this thing that I was obsessed with, I looked back and I was like, that's kind of like, I used a lot of time on that. Yeah. But it's fun because it's like you have something you're into. Yeah. And this is what dominates your mind. And yes. you have like, this is what's taking up time. And that's why I go back to like saying, I think a lot of it, a lot of the cause of obsession and things that seemingly are minor take us away is because we don't have enough going on in our mm. lives. Because yeah. now that you have this obsession, it's like that dominates your mind. It's hard to be obsessed over 25 things at once. In that's my mind, correct. I that's have correct. It. Yeah. So with that being your answer, I ask a challenging and maybe different type of question is obsession like addiction what may be their similarities 
or differences. Well, it depends on what you're addicted to. That's true. It depends on what you're obsessed with. Uh, I think it's very similar. Uh, An addiction... Let me go to the definition of addiction. Okay. You go ahead and do that. uh, While I do that, why don't you give your answer? My answer is a quick... um, My quick answer while he's finding the definition is... Yes, obsession is similar to addiction in for both in just such a general form. If I uh, having an obsession with something versus being addicted to that obsession, I suppose there there's a difference there where like I'm let's say I'm you could say I'm addicted to smelling sharpies. Or I have an obsession with smelling Sharpies. So There's with, a difference. Well, with addiction, definition includes being uh, psychological, like neurological. Okay. So it's like actually mentally doing something negative to you. So It's like an intense urge to mm, partake, in the, partake in this activity. So obsession whatever is... Whatever interests you. Obsession is the free trial to addiction. Yes, and fixation is the free trial to obsession. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I'm fixated on that. That's interesting. Oh man, I'm obsessed with that. I'm literally addicted to this. It's like I think there's I think that's somewhat premium. of a step ladder. It is a little bit of a step ladder. That is a pretty cool image. So repeat your question so I can answer. Is obsession addiction? Or is obsession like addiction? It's like it. Like you said, it's like a free trial. <laughs> that's so, I love putting it that way. So I think an obsession you can walk out of easier than yes. addiction because addiction is now taking over mm, something mm-hmm. in you <clears throat> psychologically an obsession maybe to a, a lesser extent but you have enough control over it to um, break free of it whereas addiction is going to take a lot more training and self-control okay. to get over okay and then a fixation you can walk away from the easiest i would think wonderful like that snow you can be obsessed. Or you can be fixated on the snow. You can be addicted to the snow. A little bit, a little bit different. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Your, when your is obsession a positive thing? Did you know that that was my next question? I did not. <laughs> I also have a follow up to it. That's pretty easy. To yeah. Guess. Yeah. Me too. Uh. So obsession as. Wait, say that one more time. <laughs> Positives, Positives of obsession. Positives of obsession. You may get to gain a lot of knowledge on a particular topic or uh, subject. S- um, gaining knowledge, learning lots about it. Um, you have something that you're excited about. You can kind of feel feel confident in yourself and you're knowing in a topic or a subject. You can be... Um, yeah, you can. Just, it's something that you can be excited about. Something excited to think about, go to, look towards, etc. Okay, I would probably say about the, the same, same thing that it's. It can be good because you you get very familiar with whatever yeah. you're being obsessed with. So as long as that thing that you're being obsessed with, isn't you know the good outweighs the bad in it, then mm-hmm. you can say there's a positive there. Now making it negative you can also say 
that obsession may be getting to know, trying to get to know something that you can't ever understand. So it's like okay. longing to know more about this thing that cannot be mm. understood. That's an so I am obsessed over something unreasonable. Okay. I'm obsessed with knowing what a singularity looks like inside of a black hole. Okay. That's like, look, I'm never going to get there. I'm mm-hmm. never going to know what a singularity looks like. I'm obsessed with getting this. So my obsession is not getting to know what a singularity looks like. It's trying to get somewhere where I can't. Okay. That, that I can definitely see. That is unhealthy. Stop that addiction. Obsession. Well, what are your <laughs> thoughts on what a negative obsession looks like, which might be a bit of an easier question? Yeah, overtaking. It just it can overtake your mind. It can cause you to be less productive, um, hence the snow at work example or the gusty wind or the loud noise. It can it just it is not as it is wait, wait hold on. It is too too exciting sometimes in a way that it is distracting. Distraction, that's a good negative. And an oxymoron, good negative. Well, I think we should continue talking about this. Let's go down this trail yeah. a little bit. Okay. So negative obsession. Uh, when we think of obsession, do we typically associate more positive or negative feelings towards that? As a whole... As a whole, neutral, actually. When I think of obsession, I think it doesn't seem great and it doesn't seem awful. So, therefore, it is it is kind of in the center there between being good and bad, positive and negative. What do you see more commonly? What I see more commonly is, well, for me, from an outsider's perspective of somebody else's, what's the word, obsessions, I see more negatively. Like, they're just wasting their time on that. But that might be because I am not as interested as said person in said topic. But then when it comes to me, I am thrilled about my obsessions. I am feeling good about them because it's something I can learn and it's something exciting and sometimes new to me. Okay. I guess in my experience, I tend to look at obsession a lot more negatively, pessimistically, mm. not as optimistic maybe as you may be. Reference to a previous episode, please listen. Thank you. Like and subscribe. Thank you. Show at Gmail. We'll do that at the end. Yeah. So, But it's always okay to throw in a shameless, shameless plug. So I tend to associate it more negatively because obsessions in my life have tended to be more negative and things I've seen people be obsessed with tend to take over them a little bit more negatively than what I'd like to see. But I also tend to be a little bit more pessimistic of a person. So maybe I'm not looking at how a person might have their good obsessions. Maybe they are just obsessed. Like we use that word a lot in this show, but that's fine. Obsessed with this hobby. Like, would you say you're obsessed with running? Not right now, no. But you have been and you probably will be again? At times, but not very obsessed with it. Like, sure, running, but it's not the only thing I think about. Like, No, I know. It's, low, it's lower on my priority list, even when I am running healthily and a lot. I definitely agree there are times. Like, 
two weeks before my half marathon, I was, I was obsessed with that. I, that's what I was thinking about. It was like, oh, half marathon coming up. Half marathon. Oh, I got a race today. I got a race today. Ooh, yes, that's a good race. Oh, I'm like checking all my past times for, um, for my five Ks and just getting excited about running. I'm looking at how many miles my shoes have had. Sounds like a features pretty, on my that watch. That sounds like an obsession. Yes. In my eyes. Yes, but I before it that's a, like a two week long it's obsession. Seasonal. Exactly. That's fine, but that still would be considered an obsession. It is. Okay, then yes, I can get obsessed In my with mind. running. So there you go. So that is something that's not negative to be obsessed about. But I've seen lots of people they'll get obsessed with things that'll start to take away from their uh ability to be working productively. Mm. Uh yeah. So I'm not going to really give much examples, but I tend to, I just tend to see a little bit more negatively onto that end. So I try and look at the positives, but when I think obsession to me, when I first hear that word, it it implies a little bit more negative of a connotation, Uh, not as maybe neutral as you stand on it. But um, do you like, I guess to look at yourself, like, do you see, you don't have to list it, but like, you see negative obsessions that you've had in your life that I've had in my life yes I think I th- hmm. yes I'm sure they are there let me try to think of a few specific obsessions for the purpose of understanding their negativity I've been obsessed with lots there have been lots of times where I've been obsessed with my electronics such as like new phones and exciting like oh i'm i do remember there was this one morning it was long ago i had just actually almost how many years ago from now like 2015 and then that many that many years ago from now it was just a morning i had just gotten my ipod touch fourth generation and I was just playing a game on it, and I was playing this game for the longest amount of time. And my parents were like, hey, you're getting kind of obsessed. Like, don't get sucked in. Come hang out with the family, et cetera, et cetera. There's a negative obsession there, being glued to technology. It is strange to me. I think about this a lot, and it has caused me to, like, my screen time is already, like, pretty low as is, if we don't count work, which is just a given. (laughs) Right. Uh, you work I on find a computer. it odd. Yeah, I find it odd that we're obsessed with screens. Like, how can like let's you're like you can be a family person. Like, you are the mm-hmm. you're having a great time with your family, and then you get your iPod Touch, and suddenly this dominates your world. And I wonder why. Is it because it's such like a expansive? Like, y- you are given a lot of freedom when you put when the internet gets put in front of you. You have this is true unlimited information. And <laughs> I wonder if that's the meaning or like you can show like a kid will watch a movie documentary or like just a nature documentary over playing with their siblings even though this documentary is about worms Mm -hmm. why is a screen so like entertaining it's entertaining attractive a screen is attractive i think because it's even in a documentary if we're talking about watching films and documentaries and whatever watching tv we'll go with this track for now is it is a very easy and kind of lazy way of 
consuming media and stories. Whereas you could be hanging out with your family, hear a story here and there, but it's just so fast and right there, ready to go. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, I do. I want to watch this and enjoy myself. And you can kind of go into it lower IQ mode, if you will. Um, and just check, almost check out all of the, everything on a screen is just being fed to you, pushed to you, which is kind of dangerous. It's like, mm, it's a little scary, a little dangerous. Things on the screen are just there for you. I guess that's a good way to think about it. So it makes it so easier you, you to can relate to electronics to obsession. I can too. I'm into hardware mm. a bit more than software. Yeah. Uh, so I can actually relate to that obsession a little bit. It has killed it where I currently work because oh. all I do <laughs> is repair and condition hardware. Yeah. Like so it's refurbished not as and stuff. So it's still plenty fun. I'm so familiar with it that it's not an obsession. It's okay. not a fixation either. Mm. I'm just extremely knowledgeable. <laughs> on, it's your job to be. Yes, I have to be. So I'm extremely knowledgeable on it. I don't dislike it either. But for a while, it was an obsession. Like you can have a TV right now. Even it's still a little bit present. It's like a after effects of it. Or you can you can hand me like an old phone that doesn't work, and I'll still like be interested in it. Yeah. Okay. It's like the technology. So I like hardware too. Yeah. Whereas like if for if me, you, if, if someone handed you, turn if someone on, had handed you the iPod four and it didn't work, you like would probably I leave it in a corner. Somewhere. I would. I wouldn't have interest in it. I would, unless it had some super cool like those bouncy dent in the top of the thing that I could look at and like, oh, what a nasty gash from when it was chucked against the wall, and. I'll think about that for 18 seconds and then move on. So this no whole idea, interest. this whole idea of negative obsession is that it starts to take away from things that were important in your life or are still supposed to be important. Yes. Okay. I think that's yeah a good way to put it. And then a positive obsession, maybe. The thing is, you see it more neutrally, and I I have a <laughs> harder time seeing it that way. So like when I think of positive obsession, let's say you're obsessed with your job, that still feels. That negative feels pretty me. negative. Like, even if you're doing real good in your job, you're, you're just, like, fixated, like, strongly in obsession if over you, doing your job well. That can be a good thing. Uh-huh. But I feel it, like it takes but away. But I still, still think it's not, it doesn't sound good. Uh, what about the running, obs- running obsession? Healthy, you're doing research, you're learning about not only the human body, but also the, the equipment that the human body can wear for running. Well, yes, I would say that's a that's more a positive, positive obsession. obsession. There you go. You're obsessed with running or you're more fixated. I feel like obsession just starts to, it's like another level up. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have like a little bit of a different connotation towards it. So, or that word has a different connotation. So fixation, like if you have a fixation on running, that makes the most sense to me. I'm obsessed with running. Okay. So like, are you running so much that it really doesn't make too much sense because you're not you're not training to do marathons, but why are you doing marathons all the time? Right. And then addiction is you just don't stop running. And that's all you think about. You just like live, breathe running. Yes. That's when it gets more negative. That is quite negative when you breathe running. You, you got to breathe in running, but you can't breathe running. Oh. 
makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a couple of questions. I'm trying to decide which one to go with next. How do we... Okay, I will do this one. How do we end up gaining obsessions, whether it's conscious, conscious, intentional or unintentional? I guess a way to think about it is something, what's it, peaks your interest? Mm-hmm. You suddenly you see it. And I don't know why. Like, I wonder why, let's say, I develop a hobby in, I, I don't know, whittling beforehand. Okay. Like, like, I don't, I didn't have really much interest in woodworking for a while. I suddenly like was like, oh, it piqued my interest. And I don't, Whittle. I don't know why. So I think a lot of the times it's unconscious and it just starts to, but it just starts to dominate your mind. Oh, it's yeah. what you you've okay. unintentionally spend, you know, a good amount of time thinking about this thing. Uh, if we're talking about a little bit more consciously and then now you're becoming more and more into it. And you're like, I want to know so much about this. It's just g- gradually growing. Whereas like I saw whittling, I was like, Whoa, that's really cool. I want to do that myself. And now I'm going to really like whittling. So it's like the subconscious suddenness makes the obsession typically shorter lived. Okay. In my mind, like I didn't whittle for very long mm-hmm. because mm. it was suddenly, I just had a sudden interest the in more it. Sudden, the less long. And the then less like I had graduated like astronomy and I was into astronomy for a lot longer. Okay. So I liked like the study of the stars and the planets and you know, geology on different planets and how space works, that sort of thing, space travel. So I was into that for a while because I just, you know, oh, I'm supposed to be reading books. So one day, you know, I just had this book about there's space. Okay, I'm reading a space book. Oh, this is interesting. So I'm reading more and more space books. I'm becoming obsessed with it. Yes. Now, I don't think that can always be the case. Like, would you say there can be a subconscious thing that piques your interest and now that's what dominates your mind? Mm-hmm. I would say, let me kind of think about the past examples of my, of parts of my life, I suppose. Um, repeat your question one more time. What's, what is something that's subconscious that like is you, maybe you don't have any interest in and then suddenly it piques your interest and then it's with you long term. Oh, I guess. Do you want me to give you an I example? I have an example. Let's go back to my video editing and work. One day, I was uh, on my electronic device software, iPod. It wasn't my on my iPod. It was a little bit later. But um, something that had always piqued my interest was using it, the fact that there's, oh, now a camera I can take videos with on my phone or iPod or whatever. So... Do you remember the video we did on how to walk? Yes. Yes, we made a video years and years ago. And all it was was me kind of like just pointing him like, do this from behind the camera or better yet record and let him do his thing. I enjoyed doing that. I found that inter- that piqued my interest at one point. And that wasn't the first time. But there was something at one point that was interesting to me about recording things. And... To this day, that has lived that stayed down. with you. The yes, it was, and it was 
I would say it was probably pretty Im- immediate too. I don't think it was very gradual. It was something that I, I I can see what you're saying. It I, is like that. I thought about it all the time, and I wanted to do it. Now you didn't seem into it f- like before. You just had it was your iPod, then you had your phone. Yeah, and suddenly you just were into it. Into it, and then it kind of went gradually down, like became less an obs- of an obsession maybe, and more of a serious like a serious I say serious because I'm fascination. A, a fascination. That's a good word. Where like if you look to the right of you there you will see four tripods, three uh four cameras and um a lot of lenses and lights and lots of equipment for recording stuff that's not an iPod. Um and then there's a computer here I have for editing and whereas that editing the part of that that started loving editing happened um, through mobile iMovie, and it was immediate. I was making every iMovie project I could until, like, I just stopped wanting to do it twenty four seven. If that makes sense, where I still do. If I'm bored and not bored, that's not a good example. Even if I'm not bored, do I want to edit a video? Yes, that's always fun for me. So. I think that's an example of what you're looking for. Oh, it is. So I, I definitely see that it was very sudden in you. And I would also say that it can be sticking with you long term. And for me, like we both have, we had our similar interests in technology, except you went more the software route. Yeah. And I went the hardware route. So I was podcast. more just like, you like I bought your little iPod Nano and then I had the iPod 4, whatever. Off of me. Off of you. So I didn't really care about electronics all that much before. Like my dad had a phone, I literally didn't care. Mm-hmm. That's like it was. He just had. He had a, like a newer Samsung, like a oh, Galaxy or whatever. I literally didn't look at it. Yeah. And then I had the phone myself. And I think what piqued my interest is like, okay, I, you know, I have this thing now. I like kind of how it looks. So I'm watching videos on. Um, like drop tests let's say yeah and then what's recommended to me is this phone like repair video from at the time the guy had like 200 subscribers and i subscribed to him he has like almost a million now so oh yeah so i've been i've been watching for a while you want to plug him here or not i can plug him (laughs) hugh jeffries from australia he is that um, the one you showed me a couple weeks ago i don't i don't remember i can tell you after but so he does a lot of hardware and fixing he'll do phone lots he'll do like random things oh no that was dank pods another good (laughs) youtube channel shameless plug not for myself but watch them if you want yeah so (laughs) i'm watching this thing and now i'm like whoa like you remember when i suddenly like i'm gonna try and fix the screen yep you were doing tons of screen and like i remember i would go over to your house what are we gonna do we're gonna open josh's phone (laughs) <laughs> and I like oh like I actually did. you did <laughs> and you're like uh you got the home button working for like eight seconds remember that yeah and then it stopped again yeah so it's good effort <laughs> but the idea is like it wasn't very gradual it was like suddenly you look at my desk when you came over to my house and you see like my little tray of parts mm-hmm. and I like have magnifying glass and a light or whatever and it doesn't look like that now at my house, but it looks sure does at my work. I have a oh, whole yeah. a whole station, a huge table where I do that. 
So that was an obsession. Now it is less so of maybe in a ne- it's not as negative, let's say, because it doesn't really take up other time. Like I wouldn't choose to stay at home and fix a, com- a bunch of computers instead yeah. of hang out. But it's something that I, I, I think about a lot. So if I look at my own computer, I want to do upgrades to it. Okay, Windows is fine. I use Windows, but I like I like knowing my hardware is like okay. able yeah. to be utilized, and I know I can fix it, and I can fix other people's stuff, and that's that's what I've decided to put my my obsession like towards because I try and like I'll make it as healthy of an obsession as I can. Right. I don't want to be obsessed with eating hot dogs and how many <laughs> hot dogs can I consume many, in yeah. an hour. Be the hot dog eating guy. Um. So as kind of a follow-up to that question, so the question to remind you is how do we gain obsessions? What is the best way to rid ourselves of obsessions? Assuming they're negative, uh, bad obsessions, how can I like, just throw that obsession obsession off me? Now, I am going to use scripture. So... Uh, I believe, is it hand or eye? When your eye causes you to sin, cut it out. Yes. Right? Yes. So there's uh, there's scripture right there. So let's use that in the context of an obsession. If you have to rid yourself as hard as it's going to be of these things mm. that cause you to spend Obsessed. time in it. What if so, it's just my brain? What do you mean? Like all my entire obsession is based around thinking of what, stuff. Okay, well, what could that be? Um... It's okay. Realistically, maybe that's, maybe that's not a realistic example. Usually, you try and do you're something. Have you have like to do with even if like you're just thinking about it. What what caused you to think that? Oh, I watched a video one time. How much videos are you watching related to the thing you're obsessed about? There you go. So now you got to delete YouTube, mm. and that's gonna be hard. It is. YouTube is I've a very hard app before. to delete. You go between using YouTube and YouTube on the web browser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, just get the app again. Yeah, I've just decided to repurpose my ideas to only what I, what's important on YouTube mm. instead of like like I don't watch any mm-hmm. gaming. Anyway, back no, to the back to the question. So <laughs> you have to rid yourself of these things that cause you to be obsessed. So if you're obsessed with like we can go back to YouTube, you're watching this series and you are obsessed with this game like it takes up your your energy because you like this game. You want to know everything there is to know about this game, but you right. realize that, oh, this isn't really the the best for me to be doing, spending all my time on. It's like I could be doing better things even though I want to say this is the most important. So I'm going to stop watching this, and if you care enough, you will go and have someone, let's say, put a restriction on your phone so you can't watch yeah. that or you have a limitation on how much you can watch. Yes. And it starts to take less and less of your time. So you can't you like you don't have you have less it like you're cutting off the source mm-hmm. of the obsession. Mm-hmm. So now you're only left to your own thoughts and eventually you'll wear yourself out and become interested in other things. Yeah. So if I'm obsessed with hardware and suddenly you take all hardware away from me, I don't see any hardware for like a couple months. I'm just like doing something else. Yeah. I'm going to start to, like, it is my job, so maybe that's not as good of an example. (laughs) I get what you're saying. But for me, let's say I also do video editing, Mm -hmm. and you took away my video editing abilities, took away all my software, and I'm not watching videos on it. 
I, since I'm not in that game as hard as you are, I'm going to start to lose interest in it. I'm not going to spend as much time thinking about it. And eventually it'll start to break it. Think of it as the yeah. habit. Yeah. Whereas if it were me, I would wait my three months to get it back and I'd be right back at video editing. <laughs> right. But how about I put you in my, my position like I did in yours. Now you're into hardware. Mm. <laughs> you take away all extra hardware. Then I am kind of the same thing. I'm going to find other things to be interested in. And then I probably will not care about hardware. So this idea of cutting off at the roots is a pretty strong way to yeah. answer this question. Read Although I like section. just <laughs> cutting the crap and that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Although it's not going to be comfortable all the time. If you have but an obsession, effective. If you are willing to do that, then it shows that you care a little bit. Uh, however, I think a lot of people aren't willing to go that far. I guess if I put, if you put yourself in my shoes, like you, you have, we have to cut off the source, right? Yes. We cut off our source of interest for it, and a lot of people aren't willing to, uh, let's say, go that far. But it takes like a lot of strength to get to that point where you're willing to. Um, go to someone and be rid of it to the point where like you're putting your uh your struggle in someone else's hands to help help you get better and a lot of people aren't willing to go that far like for me like deleting youtube would be probably one of the hardest things to do if i'm gonna do something to my screen time which it's it's a lot better than what it used to be but deleting youtube altogether would be extremely extremely difficult because i actually mm-hmm. utilize that for a lot mm-hmm. of things yeah or let's say a different example if you want to take away my phone you'd have to just dis- like destroy it because otherwise i'd probably like wind up trying to find it one day yeah because you potentially need it for i need it but let's say i'm obsessed with it too far so you take my phone away i give you a dumb phone you give me a dumb phone so that's a little bit easier way of easier of a way to handle it but long story short cut it off at the root cut out your eyes if you're i would say cut off <laughs> cut it out yeah, it's cut off the source. It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean oh, because I'm watching too many videos, I should stab my eye. No. It just means cut off your source. Correct. We're going back into lower IQ mode. Welcome back to lower IQ mode, Welcome Joshua. Back. Let's do this lower IQ mode. That was some good discussion earlier. I do have to say that it was. I really did uh, enjoy how we can kind of dig deeper like our side tracks have gotten a little bit more like intriguing. productive and intriguing yeah. like we our side tracks have more relevance because like if you allow yourself to kind of go out on a limb a little bit you can kind of discover a little bit more yes you you can but let's not think too hard about it nope not right now what's the deal with having keyboard clicks on your phone when you type I don't know if they can hear that it, I get it. I get that it's kind of cool. It's to, satisfying. That's the deal. But, but if we're in I public, feel like doesn't everyone turn it off? Yes, everybody turns it off. I think everyone off. turns it off. I it's don't something think I know somebody that's cool who just when has you first it. have the phone. Like my phone has like this haptic motor in it just for the keyboard, separate for the keyboard. Yeah, I have. It's well, like perfect. Not the motor, but, but I, I hate it. Idea. I don't want to hear like really when I'm typing. Yeah. 
I think it's just like a cool feature on a phone that you're like, oh, that's cool, and then you never use. Then you ex- like, like what can what something my phone can do? I tap it on the back, and it will do something that I told it to. I've used that zero times before, but it's pretty cool. My phone probably does lots of things I don't know it can do. Right, that you just don't need to use. I just don't need to use them. And like, oh, it's cool that it has it. Like someone could tell me that my phone can, you know, do s- control a car, like a real car, like with autopilot on a, a yeah. Tesla or whatever. <laughs> the summon feature, I think is what it's called. Right. Wow, that's cool. I don't really care. You, yeah, especially <laughs> since you don't have a Tesla. I don't have a Tesla. Or do we? Good. Maybe we're doing the show in a do Tesla. Do we have a Schmitzkon show Tesla? <laughs> Not when, yet when we, is the answer. The, the company vehicle. The company vehicle. <laughs> when we get a Tesla, it's going to be a... When we uh, get enough money. It's going to be a Tesla tire that we can sit on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a Tesla, guys. All right. So in conclusion, then, the deal is that it's, it's a feature that doesn't cool. matter. That's about it. Yeah, so you know what is cool? What's cool? Ice. ice and you know is what we cool. do with ice in this show? We smash it. We break it. We break it. So, speaking of breaking ice, my icebreaker today is having to do something that's opposite of cool. It's something that's warm. Okay. What is the ideal candle scent? Mm. So, the candle that we're smelling right now, there is a bit of a very quick story behind it. It was a secret Santa gift. My class at the tech center, we did a secret Santa and we had to fill out this little like questionnaire page. And I was like, almond is a really good smell. So they got me an almond vanilla candle. Um, but the ideal like specific scent or are we talking general, like broad, like flowers or fruits or nuts or either. I don't have a whole lot of candle knowledge. I I like it when it's not extremely overpowering, um, which I suppose all depends on the room. I don't like just wax flavor candles, not necessarily, not necessarily flower, but not super sweet, but not super like, not not flower, not sweet, like overly sweet smells. I like earthy smells yeah, personally. That's like, the I word like I'm how looking for. E- not exactly like dirt, but just like. I kind of like what the wind smells like. Yeah. So I have this fall scent air freshener that okay. I use. And there's like candles. I know you can get the exact same one. Mm-hmm. But I like like the scents of the seasons. Or That's like, I, like, okay, a uh, apple pie candle probably smells great, but I don't want my room to smell like apple pie. Correct. I want my room to smell just like like not natural, not artificial, or, or not not <laughs> artificial. I want it to smell natural, but like a little bit stronger yeah. than what you might. Because my room probably doesn't smell like anything when you go into it. And then your room probably smells like you, really, when you go into it. You I, mean, I, I guess it does. I don't, do I have a smell? I've, I've thought about this. Everybody does have their own smell. I guess I don't know what I smell like. So no, because you're just surrounded in it. Yeah. But so uh, conclusion: earthy candles for both of us. Earthy candles. If you want to send us gifts, the Schmitzkon Show gift. uh, We have a P.O. box. Our P.O. box (laughs) is one. That's our (laughs) P.O. That is a great P.O. box that we have. And that is also a wrap on the What's the Deal and Icebreaker section of the Schmitzkon Show. Yes. So with all of that, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We would love to hear from you um, regarding today's episode. Do you have an obsession? Is it 
positive or negative obsession? How did you acquire the obsession? Lots of things to think about. Um, There's also things to think tell about, us. about future ideas. What episodes can we do? Let mm. us know. Yes, let us know. I do have some ideas, but that list will run out one day, and we'll need help from you guys. Yes, this is a group effort. Yeah. Sometimes it's a group of two between the two hosts, but we'd (laughs) like it to be a group of more than that. Yeah, of course, of course. And finally, we would like you to tell a fellow basketball player in your life, not fellow, but a basketball player in your life about the SchmitzCon show. Because, especially this episode, because we talked a little bit about them. We did. Let Um, your uh, basketball basketball players uh, in your life know about this episode. Please and thank you. And and tell them to listen to it and subscribe and all that good stuff. All right. You know, you can email us, SchmitzConShow at gmail.com. Until next time, this has been the SchmitzCon Show. I'm Joshua. I'm Asher. Stay informed and and always always loop back. Well, I think we should continue talking about this. Let's go down this trail a little bit. So negative obsessions. Do we associate obsession with being negative? (coughs) Okay.